really fucking love snacks. Hello, welcome to Snack Time. I'm your host, Lindsay Adams. Today we have a treat. Please welcome Joe Liz. Yeah, that was a great uh, jingle. I'd never heard it before. That was wonderful. Thank you so much. I made it myself out of spite. Out of spite? What was the spite? Who were you spiting? Well, the spite was my husband is a, a musician. He knows how to make music. And I was like, can you make me an intro for my podcast? And he was like, okay, what do you want? And I was like, I just want to really like I'm here type of vibe. And he was like, yeah, I don't know how to interpret that. And I was like, I'll do it myself. You don't get me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great. You nailed it. It reminds me of um, there was an episode of Full House, uh, Rest in Peace, Bob Saget, where <laughs> yes. I think um, uh, John Stamo, Uncle Jesse was supposed to write music for uh, Joey's show. And then it ended up just yes. being, it's time for another cartoon. Boing. And it was a, that yes. was the whole arc of the episode. It's so funny that you remember the whole plot of that. How many times I, have you watched Full House? I mean, probably a, a few times. I mean, like I was really into Full House as a kid. It was like that was our life. And then you watch it later as like, oh, I remember doing that. It's like nostalgic. Yeah. I mean, I like how a lot of the 90s TV shows now, even like all the moments that they play, like from Saved by the Bell to Saved by the Bell was like, I was very into that. Like Same. all the weird moments, like the episode when like um, DJ was anorexic for like a day. All the women are always anorexic for just like one day. Yeah. They're very special episodes. Yeah, they're special episodes where they're like, what if I just didn't eat? And then everyone is like, did you not eat? And they're like, okay, I'll eat. <laughs> I forgot about that one. I remember her sweat. Yeah. And then, and I think it's um, Stephanie helps her. She discovers it and like rats her out or saves yeah. her, however you want to look at it. No, exactly. And you're so weird. I, I mean, I want I want Stephanie on the podcast just because I've seen her do other comedians podcasts. And well, and her name is Sweet. I mean, Sweeten, isn't I it? I know. Jody Sweeten. It's perfect. Yeah. I know. And she so as soon as I see like some celeb from my childhood doing people's podcasts, I'm like, "Get me on that fucking circuit. Get in here." Yeah, Paul Paul McCartney did Paul Mercurio's podcast. Like he just did like a random comedian's podcast. And so then I think everybody was like, wait, what? We can get Paul McCartney? Because he did the day. Paul Mercurio wrote at the Daily Show. And then like, you know, just Paul McCartney was a guest and he asked him to be on. Interesting. I would be really nervous. That's the other thing, though. If I had someone on that, like, I genuinely was excited about, I would be really nervous because I don't, I don't, do you get starstruck? I don't, but I feel like you're not nervous now, which is a little hurtful. You're like, if I had someone I cared about on, I'd be really nervous. And you just seem like a cool customer. And I'm like, all right, well. Uh, no, I'm very, I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm honored to have you on. Look, I also just know how to play it cool. And okay, good. This is my domain. So I feel there's, look, you'll know when I'm nervous because I start, 
saying things that are just at why, why do we say those things? That's when I know I would go up to Jody Sweden and be like, <laughs> <laughs> I never get starstruck and I've got to meet a lot of like really famous people, but the most like struck I've been, I've told this story many places is I'm a, I'm a heterosexual male, a, a, a pretty staunch heterosexual, but I saw um Kiefer Sutherland one time at, at a at a bar post it was like after the Emmys and he was in like a tux but his jacket was off and he had like suspenders yeah. bow tie and for whatever reason I don't know if, if this is long enough ago that you could smoke but he was smoking and he was playing pool with like a tux sans jacket and like a, just a cigarette like this and he was like running the table and I was legitimately attracted to him I was like this is a sexual I'm having a sexual feeling watching this man <laughs> And I'm not a guy. I'm always been a guy that's like I can I can like that guy's attractive. That person's attractive. I'm not one of these like no way, bro. But uh, this was like yeah. beyond that. This wasn't like Brad Pitt is handsome to me and like a right. sexy guy, but I don't feel moved sexually. Kiefer Sutherland, the energy. yeah, smoking a cigarette, playing pool with a tux. I was like, I have something is going on in my body right now. Like if he if he came <laughs> on to me, I think I would have made love to him in that night. That makes sense. Did you talk to him at all? Would you ever walk up to someone and be like, I love your work? No. Well, I did another funny story. Sorry. This is none of this is stack related, but when no, I was great, this is fine. When I was drinking, this is back in Oh three, Oh four. I was, it was Oh three. Cause I was living in New York. It doesn't matter, but it was 2003. And I saw Philip Seymour Hoffman. who's like my favorite actor ever. And he was at a bar. He was sober, but I think he was like just talking to a woman and I walked out, I kind of stood there and made my presence known. And when they looked over, I drunkenly said, the only currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone when you're uncool. And he said, <laughs> he said, what? And I said, that's a line from Almost Famous. That's your line. And he was like, oh, yeah, thanks. And then I said, I'm friends with Patrice O'Neill. And I wasn't friends with Patrice O'Neill. But he's and then Philip Seymour Hoffman said, I don't know who that is. And I said, oh, he's in 25th Hour. You, you have a scene with him in a movie. And he goes, oh, all right. And then I put my head down and walked away. Oh, my God. So I quoted a line of his from a movie. And then when he said what, I pretended to be friends with someone I'm not friends with who he doesn't know. That's really <laughs> funny. I mean, I, I admire that you said anything. The closest I, I'm, I hide if I see someone that I get excited about because I'm so scared of my behavior. I just don't trust <laughs> myself. So like, I will also pretend I don't know who they are. Um, the only time that it's like been, the only time, the only time I've genuinely not known who they are is if they're professional athletes. Right. So it's like, I was doing Neil Brennan's show out here and Blake Griffin was in the green room, I guess, like doing a set when he was first starting and no fucking clue who this man is. <laughs> and it depends on the day, but sometimes if I'm in the green room and I'm nervous, I just like talk. I'm just like, who are you? What are we doing? How do you feel today? Like, sure. And people were like, why are you getting aggressive? Like, and they were like, do you not know who that is? Like, I kept being like, why are you talking about going to Spain? Like, what do you do? And they were like, do you not know who this is? And I'm like, I genuinely have no fucking clue. 
I think that's good for celebrity types. They need that in their lives. I think it is, but then it's also obvious when I'm pretending. Right. Because, which is when I have to hide. When I'm like, I have no idea what you do. And we're like standing next to their billboard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's always a weird feeling. It's nothing worse than thinking you're playing it cool and you're not. Totally. The closest, like the most, I think, like somewhat normal fan interaction that I had was when I saw Thundercat at a Black Lives Matter rally this summer or last summer and was like, hey, man, love your shit. (laughs) See, Thundercat to me is your Blake Griffin. I don't know who Thundercat is. I know Thundercat's the cartoon from the 80s. Slash 90s. He's, a, he's a musician. He does like very, he does like funny, weird stuff. He's friends with comedians, I think. I don't know. I just like really, it's just like one of those, he's like character musician type person and he's really talented. So it's like one of those things where it's like, it's easy to pretend he's not a real human and that's what makes it exciting. Right. I got to check out some Thundercat. I know Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats. I knew that. Yeah. I think maybe it's related. I don't know. I didn't go deep into like fandom about it, but it's whatever. So the bottom line is you're not a freak around celebrities mostly. And I am. No, I've been, I've been pretty cool in my life. I actually met and hung out with Paul McCartney and I have to say I was pretty cool. Um, Do you have his number? Do you want to, should you text him to do your podcast? I don't have his number, but um, I did chat with him for about a half an hour. It was very exciting and it was really cool. And I had an in because I I saw Brian Wilson live one time and Brian Wilson introduced the song God Only Knows by saying, this is Paul McCartney's favorite song. So when I met Paul McCartney, I had it in. I was like, I saw Brian Wilson. He said, that's your favorite song. Is that your favorite song? And, um, He was like, well, it's a very good song, you know, and I knew Brian. And then the weird thing about talking to celebrities is he starts telling stories about the Beach Boys and the Beatles. And you're like, yeah, I know. I know that already. (laughs) Like, I'm like, what? This story sucks. He's like, you know, Brian Wilson, you know, he made Pet Sounds and we made Sgt. Pepper. I'm like, no, I know. I know all that. Why are you telling me stuff that's like (laughs) published? That's um, so funny. That's epic, though. I don't know. I, I guess it's like. They're just, it's like they're people, obviously, but at the same, I get bored very easily too. I'll be like, oh my God. And then I like walk away and I forget <laughs> that ever happened. But um, I, the idea that celebrities are horrific at telling stories when everyone knows everything about them is so funny. Yeah, it is really funny. I mean, I feel that way sometimes because like with podcasts, if I meet a fan of mine, I'll like say something and they're like, no, I know you said that on the podcast. And you're like, oh, right. Okay. Well, I have nothing to say. Does that make you feel, that should make you feel good though, a little bit, right? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, it does. No, it does. It makes me confused a lot of times because I feel like I'm a real <laughs> stupid person. And then people are like, hey, <laughs> you're like, ah. Do you, have you had fans come up and say weird things to you? I feel like comedians have. Yeah, I do. And I have people like say really hurtful stuff all the time because comedians are always shitting on each other. So people be like, yeah, you okay. crooked teeth, you fucking loser or whatever. And you're like, I know it's great. <laughs> so I get a lot of that. And you're like, well, we're friends. And it hurts me when they do it. Like friends do it. Yeah. So it's really obnoxious when strangers do it. 
I get that. I get really weird and sensitive about like, there's like two friends of mine where if they make a comment after my set, I'm like, can you get into that a little bit more? <laughs> They're like, if only you wrote jokes. And I'm like, you don't think I write jokes? What do you think? Am I a bad joke writer? And like, I'm like, please explore that. And they're like, yeah, when you sabotage yourself on stage. And I'm like, I'm going to kill myself. Stop saying that. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I also, you also get like audience members after shows that are like, um, boy, I, I thought you were great. Rough crowd, but I thought you were great. And I was like, I thought I killed. Like it wasn't a rough crowd I, at all. <laughs> I thought the crowd was like amazing. I think the best thing that happened to me in like recent years was like a man came up to me, like an old man came up to me after the show and was like, you did good work. And then handed me a mini flashlight. And I was like, he was like, this is for you. And I was like, I don't know what this whole interaction is, but I love that you just gave me a flashlight. And he didn't say what it was for or anything? Not at all. And it wasn't branded. I, what I expected was that he handed me something that was like from his business. Right. And I looked at it and it was just literally a mini flashlight. Oh, well, well that's fun. That's something to yeah. remember, <laughs> I guess. That is weird. I know. What I want is for people to send me snacks. What I want is like a P.O. box filled with snacks. Yeah, that's like, what you need. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole thing. I just am scared. Um, I'm scared that I, I don't know why I'm scared to set up a PO box. I'm scared that people are going to waste their time sending me anything. That's like my mentality is always like, who the fuck cares? Like who would want to do this? But um, then you're robbing them of that joy. They'll enjoy that. And then they'll, they'll feel so good about it. It's true. I mean, that's, it's on my list. Um, but let's get into your favorite snack, which by the way, when I asked you was such a quick response followed up by the most insane picture of your pantry. <laughs> it's wild. That's not a normal pantry, but I don't know. Maybe in the editing, you can plug in that photo because it's really something oh, I I'm will. very excited about it. I absolutely will. So yours is yodels. Yes. And which a lot of people are not familiar with yodels. When I say yodels, most people say, what are yodels? That's crazy. I knew exactly. It's interesting because Sarah, my wife, is from Texas. And she's always like, I think that was regional. But I'm like, that's not like a Northeast snack, I don't think. I mean, it's it's little. Is it Drake's or Little? De I think it's Drake's. It's Drake's, and but they were bought by Hostess. Okay, yeah, and I have another friend who's from Louisiana, and he's like, I've never heard of that in my life. So I, maybe it just didn't make it down south. Well, they have different – I mean, you know what's funny? When I was looking into yodels for this, like <laughs> normally there's a pretty extensive history associated with anything that's like a packaged snack thing, specifically for like Drake's or Hostess. And for this, it's like really – it's pretty empty. Um, which is confusing because I've always been very aware of yodels, maybe because they sold them in my cafeteria at school. Do they sell Whoa. that kind of stuff like in your cafeteria? No, they didn't. But they, they had like Otis Spunkmeyer chocolate chip cookies. And this is just a, a side. Every single day for lunch in throughout my high school, four years, never missed a day of school. I got 
My lunch was four chocolate chip cookies and a lemonade. That's what I consumed for lunch. That's amazing. 100% of days in my high school. Yeah. That's that's incredible. And I love that. I always forget. What about middle school? Were you like a packed lunch person? I think we always bought, I mean, in middle school, lunch was a buck and a quarter and they had pizza available every day. And I remember having a lot of pizza because I'm like a picky. I eat like a child. My friends call me kids menu. So <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I eat like cheese pizza, grilled cheese, cheeseburgers, spaghetti, mac and cheese. I've gotten better. I eat like some vegetables now, but yeah, um, that's it was bad. So but fucking funny. If I did bring a lunch, it was peanut butter and jelly, and often I had yodels. Okay, so your parents were cool with buying you yodels and like having them in the house because different parents had different rules. Yeah, my parents weren't big on rules, I don't think. There wasn't a lot of <laughs> rules like that. Um, we watched TV. We ate in front of the TV and we had a lot of fast food. There was no, there was certainly no, I think the worst things my parents did for me, there was no nutrition involved because they don't, they eat like shit still currently. Yeah. So there was no amount. It's almost like child abuse looking back. Like we had Burger King like three or four times a week, yodels every day, soda. It's disgusting. I mean, I will counter that, which is interesting because you say that my mom raised me all like organic, like terrified of anything that wasn't healthy. So we were like always at like the groceries, the like we didn't have a whole food. So it was like the local health food store eating, like getting things that looked disgusting and eating them. And I wasn't allowed to have shit like yodels. Like that was like an at a friend's house thing. So I, and I would argue that I was abused by organic food. I was, this is why I have a whole fucking snack podcast. Now I'm psychotic. Because you didn't get the snacks you wanted. Yeah, I will eat anything now that is like weird and looks inedible. Well, lucky for you, when you come and visit New York, there's still going to be like seven boxes of yodels in my house because we just can't eat them all. I I truly can't wait. I that's yeah. I mean, the packaged food now. I like will go. It's exciting. Like the cosmic brownies. Did you ever have those? I think so. What is a cosmic brownie that has like shit in it or something? It's like, it's just like a, a solid brick brownie. It's sold in the same way that um, yodels are like in the little clear packages over in that same aisle at the grocery store. But then they have rainbow chips in them. So they called them cosmic brownies. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't, I, I'm so, I'm such a basic bitch. Like anything with like rays, uh, uh, rainbows in it. I didn't like, I, I like a, just a fudge brownie, anything like this chocolate chip. Like I love a chocolate chip cookie, but chocolate chips in a brownie. I'm like, get out of here. Get that shit out of here. No way. You're a purist. Yeah. Well, I want, if it's soft, I want soft. If it's crunchy, I want it crunchy. Interesting. I mean, this I got is helpful problems. because I want to bake I want to, I was going to bring cookies when I came to New York. And so now this is helpful because I am the opposite. I love throwing everything that doesn't belong in a cookie in a cookie. 
Oh, there's nothing worse for me in my life. I've had a blessed life. If <laughs> I bet into a chocolate chip cookie and there's a nut in there. I'm just like, get the fuck out of my face. Write me an apology. I want chocolate chip cookies. But you posted chocolate chip cookies that looked like they had salt on them, which I didn't experience until like the last three or four years. Salt on top of yes. a chocolate chip cookie. That's something. Yeah, I, and those were chocolate chip toffee cookies. Like I couldn't even make a plain chocolate chip cookie. I had to put like toffee bits in it. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> I don't even know what toffee is, but it just sounds horrible to me. That's like, is that like, like taffy? Is that the same thing? No, it's like Heath bar pieces. Have you had a Heath bar? I have to ask you, I feel like now that you've explained that you're a, a Puritan of snacks that I have to like make sure that you've tried stuff before I've I go into it. Never had a Heath bar. Really? Wow. Were you a candy bar person in general? Did you eat candy or was it just like cookies and cookies? The the only candy I ever ate, I ate plain M&M's at the movie theater. That's my movie theater candy. Plain M&M's, love them. And um, like a Milky Way is the candy bar I'll eat occasionally. Still now occasionally, but when I was a kid. But I was never a big candy guy. Those are the only two candies I ate. Oh, and I like Smarties or like Pixie oh. Sticks. Interesting choice. Like interesting choice. Is that just because, see, here's the other question. Smarties for me are nostalgic because that was like what you got actually like this time of year, which is February ish. Like mm -hmm. that was what you got for like Valentine's day or some shit like that, or even Halloween, but they were always at the bottom in that dust. Yeah. I liked, I liked, um, Smarties, I like pulling the sides and it comes undone and a little, and I would eat them one at a time. People would eat them like that, just pour them all in there. I'd eat them one at a time. I mean, this is all like OCD shit, I think, yeah, really. No, like I'm a mental case. No, I love it. It's great. I mean, that's the funny thing with food and people, though, too, is that us, the habits are so deeply connected to our mental health, like in the sense that, like, I want to put everything and everything in excess because I didn't have access to it. And you're literally like, everything has to be perfect. And yeah, it's weird. And like, there's been times where like the movie theater down the street for a while, they only had peanut M&Ms and it would send me into like a rage that I was like, how can you not have the original? Like people have peanut allergy. Like how could a second version be more you have? And then I would buy regular M&Ms at like a bodega, but I was like, it just tastes different. It's different than the movie candy. I didn't get it from the movie theater. It's wow, crazy. My wife really hates me. I yeah. I love it. That's crazy. That is like interesting. I'll never buy candy at the movies. I mean, I've literally brought a whole meal to the movies. They don't say anything. But just because you want to save money or is it because just like on principle, because it's the snacks are so expensive. It's kind of both. I think it also goes to the excess factor where I'm like, I want to make every food I eat extravagant in mm -hmm. some way. And so the idea of bringing in sushi to a movie theater feels like fun and rebellious or like a pint of ice cream. Yeah, that is fun. I mean, I used to bring beers. Like I remember going to see the first Saw movie, me and my friend Owen, we lined our like pants, what do you call it? Like waistband with beers. And we had so many beers. Like we brought like five each in. And it was funny because like every 10 minutes you'd just hear like, Whoosh! And back then, there was no canned anything at the movie theater. So it was so obvious. 
That's so, yeah. I it took me a long time to realize they didn't check. I was always like the water bottle filled with alcohol at the movies. <laughs> yeah. Hell that yeah. was I saw Eight Mile four times and blacked out at very I just trying to like not black out for the whole movie and had to see it so I didn't see it all the way through until maybe it was like after I got sober but I there was always like big pieces missing that's fun that's nostalgia see that this makes me want to go sneak some beers and some candy into the movie theater and go watch something yeah like and then just piss in a cup yeah, actually, that sounds great. Piss in a cup, even though there's a bathroom at the movie theater. Well, you don't want to miss anything. <laughs> Have you done I, that? I did that one time. <laughs> I saw the movie, and it was I wasn't even drinking. I saw the movie Begin Again with Mark Ruffalo, and it was a Sunday, and it was me and my buddy. We just finished a weekend of shows, and we went, and we were the only two in the movie theater. And I had like oh, a giant okay. soda. So I had to pee so bad. So I just went like three rows back and just peed in an empty cup. So I didn't have to miss anything. That's actually, that's incredible. It feel even though that's also like kind of wild, it also does feel OCD. Is that wrong? I think, well, yeah, it's just that feeling of not wanting. I, I'm so obsessed with movies. I hate to miss anything. And for the record, for the people at home that are like, what? I did take the cup into the bathroom and dump it in the toilet. I disposed of it properly. I didn't leave it there. You didn't drink it. Teenager. Well, I drank a little bit, obviously, but um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't leave it for like a teenager to clean up. Um, I mean, that's fair enough. That's crazy, though. I've never. I've, I I usually don't care if I miss part of the movie. I have told this story, and people were really appalled by it. So maybe I shouldn't tell it so freely. No, you should tell it freely. Okay, You're allowed to pee anywhere you want, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, I think you. Certain places you have to register as like a sex criminal for peeing in public. Well, that's because guys have dicks and you don't have like any like I girls can pop a squat anywhere and it's like, good luck. You're not seeing anything. Yeah, good point. Well, you see like butt cheek. I mean, I guess I'm I my husband always gets mad at me because I will go on a hike and I don't I will pee anywhere. I don't care. Yeah, I and think he's that's like, fair. "This is a fen- This is like a ten-minute hike," and I'm like, "There's not a bathroom. I drink a lot of water, and that's it. I'm peeing." I'm the same way. I drink tea and water all day, so I I pee like fifty times a day. It's insane. Hundred percent. It's like a nightmare to me. That's the one thing about New York that used to feel like a nightmare to me was just like the fact that I drink so much water, and then I'm just walking around and have to constantly find a Starbucks to pee in. Yeah, that's that's my life. When there was when Movie Pass was out, where you could just go to as many movies, like I would pee, I would use it just to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Excuse me, I got emotional. Oh, that's um, a great, <laughs> that's a great call. It was pretty good. I would literally just buy a ticket, go in, pee, and then leave because it was free. But that only lasted like Wait, a couple months. Are you an AMC A list member now? I'm not because I'm such a movie cunt. I'd go to like these like art house. I'm a real douche. Yeah. No, I, no, I mean, I respect it. Have you been to New Beverly in LA? That's the, that's like the movie douche place. I don't know which one. I've been to a bunch of theaters, but I don't, I don't know if I've been to that one possibly. 
It's Quentin Tarantino's theater, and he plays, like, a bunch of... There's a, a couple of theaters now, but, like, that's, like, the one where everyone's, like, we got to go to New Beverly to see whatever. I think I did go there once, yeah. I'm one of those guys. It used to be... There used to be one at the Virgil. I mean, it's fun, but I, like, I also... I think I'm a basic bitch in the sense where... I get free popcorn because I just go so often that I like earn points and there's recliners. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'll go to an occasional AMC and see some, I mean, I'll sometimes they'll show like the douchey shit I want to see. And I like, I like a recliner for sure. I like a recliner. I also like sleeping in movies because I, I like with a list, I can see three movies a week. So if I need like a no phone hour and a half, I can just go to the movies and go to sleep. Yeah, that's pretty good. And just for those of us who aren't familiar, do you not have a bed at home or? (laughs) No, I have a bed. I'm on my bed. I don't know what it is, but I am now like a movie sleeper. I think it's just getting older and just being like, I can, I've also always been able to sleep anywhere. I've never had a problem falling asleep, like in any odd, weird scenario, standing up or like sitting down. Yeah, that's nice. When Sarah and I, my wife and I, we went to see, we had, we saw the movie Knives Out and then we saw it again with her family, like a few days later, because her family hadn't seen it. And we were like, oh, it's fun. And then I was like, oh, I'll just take a nap. Like, I already saw this movie. <laughs> but then I started snoring. And she was, like, elbowing me, being like, you're snoring. And so I had to stay awake. I don't know if any of this is worthy of sharing at all. I get very insecure on podcasts. I'm like, is this anything? This has nothing to do with snacks. And I'm just telling a story about how I was sleeping. But then my wife woke me up. No, we don't have to say completely focused. Otherwise, right. it, this can this is really free form. It's totally fine. And movie snacks, movies are and snacks are directly connected. So this actually completely connects. All right. Um, yeah, exactly. I didn't know you were like a big movie guy. That's fun. I like bad movies. I like movies. I have, uh, I'm like a real snob. I have a movie podcast called Joe and Ron on Talk Movies. Check it out, everybody. Oh my um, God, duh, people, that's right. I feel like people, I knew that at one point. People hate us though, because we like shit on their movie. People take you, if you make fun of, like make fun of somebody's movie that they love, they get really upset and uh, oh, like 100%. viscerally angry. So, yeah, I mean, people get angry if you shit on the food that they like, too, is what I've learned from this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) There's like really strong opinion. I have strong opinions, but people get furious. Yeah, I can't act like I'm better than them because there's certain things that I just I'm like, I can't. I can't talk to you. I've I've like almost ended friendships because people are like casino is better than Goodfellas. And I'm like, I just cannot maintain a relationship with you any longer. That's really funny. My uh, uh, my husband, Nick, is like a big movie buff. And we're I mean, I'm just like I'm trash. I don't want to watch a movie if it's black and white normally. And if I do, everyone will hear about it. It'll be like my talking point. You know, um, that's really funny. I'll be like, hey, one time I saw Sunset Boulevard. So please don't tell me I'm not cultured. Um, that's really funny. If I watch a black and white movie, everybody knows about it. That's really funny. 
I, yeah, because it's, it's like when you're in art school and you have to, it's like, it's just like a weird, yeah. I, I feel get, I just get really proud of myself or like a foreign film. Although like, it's very easy for me to watch Korean TV and, and, uh, movies. I love Korean movies. Have you seen another round? Did you watch that movie with Mads Mikkelsen? Did No, not yet. It's amazing. I think you'd love it. It's very good. It's like a, it's a Danish movie at one best foreign film. I'm going to put my feet up. Is that going to be weird? I'm moving into a no. more comfortable position. Do whatever you uh, want. Get comfy. I'm going to feel like really like I got my feet up on the bed now, uh, but it's great. It's called another round and it's really amazing. And it's like, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful film. Highly recommend. Do you prefer to watch movies in the theater at home? And what do you eat when you're at home watching a movie? I like watching movies in the theater just because it's so hard, like attention span, the phone and the distractions. It's so hard to get through it. When I, when I can pause, I will, cause I'll pause to pee and then I'll just be like, and I also have that stupid thing where I'm like, I, I should be checking in on my phone. I'm being lazy right now. So I prefer the theater because it feels so meditative when you're there. You're like, okay, yeah. this is what I'm doing. I'm here. And I get my big giant bag of M&Ms, which I'll never eat at home. I've never eaten an M&M at my house ever in my life. Really? Yeah, but at the theater, you're like, okay, it's M&M time. I have these associations, like, that's where you have that. It's a designated movie snack. I get that, though. I feel like I have, um, I feel like I have, like, certain things. Like, I look forward to the tub of popcorn at the movies. Yeah. And I'll bring, and I always get the box next to it. So that I can dump it out and evenly distribute the butter. And also if I, I'll bring like a seasoning with me <laughs> in my purse. Wow. And, and then dump that. Like I have a ranch seasoning that I'm really big on right now. And so I'll dump butter on it in that. And then I have two different kinds of popcorn and that like I live for. Yeah, that sounds delightful. I do enjoy with snacks like i prefer a meal when i'm watching a movie at home where you start the movie and then you order like pizza while you start oh, the movie so yeah. you have like you get like a half hour into the movie then you pause when the buzzer goes off and it's like pizza time i do a dance i go crazy and then you can talk <laughs> about what you've seen so far you're like what do you think's going to happen that's great and then you get your pizza and you re this is all very exciting this makes me want to watch a movie and eat pizza i mean you should where do you, do you have a pizza place that you normally order from or do you love domino's I do love Domino's. And for a long time, I mean, people, I've almost like had people just punch me in the face because I live in New York and I love Domino's, but they did change it and make it better Domino's. And this is the hard thing. Like you try to support local businesses, but these corporations with Domino's, you have the app. I can literally oh, press no. three buttons and it shows up exactly the way I want it. Like 20 minutes later. And a lot of times you call, the place and it's like people are yelling and the guy's like hey no, no, deal with pizza what do you want and you're like a large and you're like there's no way they got that it's a phone call it's people yelling so occasionally i'll get dominoes but there's a place down the street called dino's that i order from a bunch that makes i agree with you on that that makes a lot of sense i have said this before and i stand by it pizza or dominoes is not pizza in my, in my opinion, it's not pizza. It's a whole different category, but it's delicious and it stands it, on its own. It is. And I get the cheesy bread with the sauce where you dip. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. Sorry, the siren's going out. You have to get the out. cheesy bread. Oh no, I can't hear it. 
Oh, okay. I was like, these sirens are the pizza police arresting me for eating Domino's in New York. They are. No, for sure. But I think pizza is different. But I agree with you, too. It's always chaotic to try to order pizza from a, a restaurant that's, like, independent. But there's also not great pizza out in L.A. It's getting better, but there's not, like, a pizza place on every corner like there is in New York. Yeah, you guys have burgers, burgers, tacos, and donuts, which is a jingle I wrote when I go to L.A. Burgers, tacos, and donuts. And I want to make a music video because that's what I associate with. And I, I started collecting photos of all those big, giant donut and burger and taco plates. I had a ton of photos, but I haven't been to L.A. in like three years now. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not missing anything. Um, it's still a trash hole. So and I don't even I do prefer East Coast food, I think overall, but that's also because I'm from New Jersey. So I think I just like it's more comforting, which is really like what I go for at this point. Yeah, that makes sense. So you chose yodels, obviously, as your snack. So I want to play a couple games and test your knowledge of yodels. Um, so we're going to play true or false. Basically, I'm going to state a fact. You're going to tell me if it's true or false. If you lose, you have to kill yourself. It's a pretty straightforward game. Um, so okay, that actually take- syncs up with my plans for the day. So. <laughs> Just to be clear, he doesn't have to kill himself. That's a fake rule. It's a joke. Suicide is not funny. Okay. It is funny sometimes, but it's not. Not when people do it, but it is funny to talk about. Okay. Agreed. Here is your first statement. Adam Sandler got fat in the 2006 movie Click because he only ate yodels for 10 years. Um... I didn't. Is that that's the plot of the movie, or that's like his character, that's, or that's him? That's a fact. That's that's like a fact. This is what it would be. I think that's false. Yeah. False. Did I lose you? Oh yeah. No 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 no. Now I got you back. Okay. I I think false. Right. No, it's true. In the movie, you that's- mean? That's the plot. That's part of the plot of the movie. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't see the movie. So he literally eats yodels? No. So in a major motion picture, a character's eating yodels? Yeah. In a major motion picture, I haven't seen it in like 700 years, but it's like something about him, like some dude like living in a Best Buy or something. It's just like, and then I don't know what happens. He stays there forever. There's something about like the remote that like somehow alters his life. I think it's like a magic remote type thing. Right. So I don't know. But the fact he, I don't know why they chose yodels of all things, but they did. So just that is, that is a truth. Wow. Um, I, I, I'm not an Adam Sandler guy. Although he seems like the nicest person in the world and everybody says sure. he's the best. And I think that's great, but his movies are not what I'm into. <laughs> you're not into you're not into the same movie in different formats? No, I don't I don't like it. I don't get it. I never got it. <laughs> <laughs> even when I was a kid, even when I was like 14, I was like, what? Really? What is this? Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm so stupid. I loved it. I was like I mean, I just loved also like how horrifically like offensive everything was. 
and just like would go around repeating like the worst shit about people. Yeah, maybe I'll give it another try. Maybe I'll I mean I'll take click for a spin. I mean this yodel thing changes everything. I didn't realize it was about yodels. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't know if it's yeah, no. I mean, look, they're not, not good. I just want to be clear. They're I don't think Adam Sandler movies are good. But again, nostalgia, comforting, it ultimately ends up being like that. Um, okay, here's the other true or false. Yodels were mentioned in a class action lawsuit in regards to how artificial they were. That feels like it could be true. I want to go with true on this one. That's false. I'm so sorry. Fuck. It's weird. I know. It's weird. I'll say this. Like most of the childhood snacks that are like packaged goods that I talk to people about, there has been some sort of lawsuit in the early 2000s. I call them mom lawsuits because it's like angry moms working with like the Food and Drug Administration to like make sure people have a warning that it's like not healthy or to take out certain ingredients and shit like that. But not yodels. Maybe yodels are healthy. Not yodels. Yeah, yeah, we'll I just think say they're healthy. I think they're healthy. I mean, I'm shocked that I didn't find a lawsuit. Maybe it's true. I don't know. My research is kind of surface. Um, <laughs> so here's here's your next true or false. Uh, the VP of Fox News loves yodels. Okay, this is tricky. True or false is hard because it's like you can convince yourself both ways. I mean, I'm you can. Like, I was doing two truths and a lie, and then I changed it to true or false to see if that works better. So this is kind of a litmus test. You're the second person I've tried it with. Okay. Um, vice president. I'm going to say that's false just because I feel like that information wouldn't be out there. Um, you'd be wrong, actually. <laughs> Are you kidding? No, what? unfortunately, you and the VP of Fox News are big fans of yodels wow i don't know why that's wow. public knowledge but uh he's also it's neil cavuto i'm not familiar i don't fucking know i don't watch fox news but i guess like they're often named i mean it's just funny to me too that in, it's like somewhere on the internet like a, a news anchor's favorite snack yeah, those are some real softball questions for the VP of Fox <laughs> News. I mean, that's hilarious. I don't know if that's like a lead up, like they're starting soft and going a little bit trickier, but. I think it's like maybe it's a likability thing. <laughs> yeah, well, boy, so I'm 0 for 3 here. I mean, you are 0 for 3. So what it's looking like is you are going to have to take the jump. Um, Fuck. Here's the last one. Oh, so there's no chance of even that comeback. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yodels used to be packaged in foil. Well, certainly not in my lifetime. I don't know how long sure. yodels have been around. So it hasn't sure. been in foil. It did used to come with a little white card underneath. They used to be on a little card because right. I would draw on it and make it look like a Polaroid when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. That was adorable. But. So I'm going to say false on this one. It's true. 
It's true that... Oh, sorry, it's true. They used to come in foil. They were packaged when? in foil initially. I mean, way back when. Um, mm. They were... I believe it was like the 80s. It's weird because they don't really... Mm. Oh, you know what? Okay. They were distributed on the East Coast. They were oh, an East Coast one because the other states had ho-hos and swiss cake rolls right yeah i always see those swiss cake and sometimes sarah will be like oh do you want these instead of yodels and i'm like there is no replacement for yodels (laughs) (laughs) shut your mouth (laughs) (laughs) i mean so i guess that's what they had alternatively yeah okay i actually like i mean obviously i didn't read this super thoroughly but um yeah they're distributed on the east coast so Yes, Little Debbie has the Swiss cake rolls. Hostess, which does own Drake's now, I believe, um, is has ho-hos. And they're slightly different. And the internet is very opinionated about which ones are better. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to tell you, yodels don't come in first. Oh, geez. Well, I, I also know, remember sorry. there was also ringdings. And ringdings were like yodels, but shaped like a hockey puck. Yes. Holy shit. I forgot about ringdings. Yeah. Ringdings were fun because I would go through periods where I would be like into ringdings, but ultimately yodels would win out. I think because it was more phallic and I would, you know what I mean? Like I liked biting into a yodel. And then if you bit the right place, the back would shoot out. And it was like, (laughs) and I look back at it and I would really like it. And it was looking back, you're like, it's actually quite sexual. I would be like, try to get this phallic thing in my mouth just right to have this white cream pop out as i was a kid i had no idea it was a sexual awakening what you're i mean it sounds like uh maybe you're not heterosexual completely but that's also a jump you know yeah i mean you know like i said i mean there's plenty of men that i'm like that's a good looking man and one of those men are yodels yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) um (laughs) I will say that's a, like that's a great sentence. Yeah, one, one of, of the those men, men are yodels. One of those men are you're sexually attracted to are yodels. So that's something we know about Joe List. Fair. Um I will say like I don't know for some reason I couldn't find when they were invented, but I did an episode on Twinkies and the interesting thing about these kinds of snacks is that most of them were actually invented in the 30s during the Great Depression um, mm. because people couldn't afford like nice looking pastries. Right. So they would do like these like processed pastries and then like the little swiggle on it like would make it fancy. Um, right. And the same thing with like Swiss cake rolls, like they couldn't have a fancy Swiss cake or like whatever. And so they were like, let's give them these baby ones for these fucking peasants. (laughs) Well, I'm grateful. And that's what we were. I mean, that's what my family was. We were, you know, not peasants, but we weren't, we weren't (laughs) killing it. We weren't killing the game. So yodels were a big deal. It was exciting. I remember I had a birthday where like they put the candle in the yodel. Oh, I love that. That's great though. That, that makes me want to bake a yodel cake. That sounds fun. It was fun. It was my 38th birthday. Um, but that was a joke. It was, was a joke was a cake? 
No, I said that was a joke. It was when I was a kid. Oh, got it. I'm sorry. I really shit on that. Um, well, I don't know why. I guess <laughs> as I said it, though, and you didn't laugh, I was like, I guess that kind of makes sense. Like as a kid, you would get a cake. And as an adult, it's like funny to put a candle in a yodel. It is. But I also I feel like that's something I would be very into. I've made a lot of weird cakes for comics that have been like joke, like strange cakes. So that well, would a yodel be like cake. the craziest thing. A yodel cake seems pretty cool to me. I'll make a yodel cake. That sounds fun. That's a good challenge. I've made a bouche de Noel, which is like the Yule log cake, which is supposed to be similar. I don't know if you've had that. I I know that might be a little. No, I don't even. I don't even know what you said. I didn't realize you even named a food just then. <laughs> I was like, what? I thought it was like a French adjective. No, it's a bouche de Noel. It just sounds fancy. It's just those log cakes around Christmas. Oh, okay. No, we had no log cakes. No log cakes in your family? Remember when I called poor people peasants a couple minutes ago? Yeah, I thought that was great. (laughs) (laughs) But I think in the 30s, I think that was appropriate term, right? Well, yeah. I mean, we just let people be poor for a long time and we were like, sorry, good luck. I hope this works out for you. Yeah. I don't think it's that different now. I think there's still a lot of that. I mean, it's, it's America. To be clear, that was me voicing America as saying that, not my opinion of poor people. Just in case you're listening, just want to be clear. I don't want anyone to think that I am a monster, but I mean, (laughs) no, I appreciate you rectifying that, but also while also encouraging me to kill myself after this. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) God damn. I mean, there are some clips. What's funny is like, there's a couple people who I know listen to the podcast that are teenagers and I love you by the way, but also I get so scared sometimes that I'm going to be a bad influence. Yeah. No, I feel that way all the time. I'm, I hate myself. <laughs> okay, good. All right. We're on the same page with that. Um, I hate you too. That was the obvious joke. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. So one of the things that I also found, there's a couple things that were funny because like the internet was kind of sparse in terms of like, yodel facts one of the things i did find and i'm going to screen share so that you can see this um if i remember how to screen share um okay so i understand um let's see okay here we go i i found this random man that had like uh, some website and let's see if it's sharing. Uh, here we go. Got it. Gorgeous. Okay, can you see it? I don't see it. Where would I see? I'm gonna sound like an old man. Oh, I'm like, where would I go. see it? There no, it is. That's. I was me. about to check okay. my email. I'm a moron. <laughs> I was like, is it in? Could it be in the other room? Yes, it's in the other room. <laughs> no. Okay, so this is Bionic Bears review. I don't know if it's too small to read, but I can't I can't read it at all. I can barely see. Okay, let's see. 
The full thing. Okay. You can't read it, so it's not that exciting anymore. But anyway, I just love that there's this man's face. If you happen to close up on the screen, this I don't know what's going on with this man's face that's just sitting here. But he uh, wrote this, like, weird review that was like... Uh, Drake's yodels are some of the most artificial tasting snacks that you will ever eat. The chocolate coating tastes like hardened wax and the cream filling is not plentiful enough. I would say that Hostess Ho-Hos are definite improvement. I mean, he just insulted your shit. There's nothing else Interesting. to say about it. I just, a horrible thing just happened because I zoomed in my screen to read that and be able to see it. And then you switched back and it was just my face fully zoomed in. <laughs> and like now I legitimately like might take my own life. It's such a horror <laughs> show. There's nothing worse than seeing a close-up of your own face when you're not expecting to or when you are expecting to. Absolutely. That's very accurate. Usually it's on my phone, but... Yeah. Apologies. I did tell you to close up on your screen. The cool. other thing that I found, so I don't, they sell snacks on Amazon, obviously. And for some reason there's independent retailers, I think maybe for people in different countries, but there people get really upset and, um, write bad reviews. So the other thing that I found was, a a one-star review for yodels. Um, and so here's, here's what it says. Uh, this is someone that took the time in 2010 to write this. The title is hostess is awful. And, uh, I bought some of the cupcakes and the same thing happened. I didn't even swallow the bite I took. It tasted dry and salty. I couldn't believe how completely awful they were. I bought a box of devil dogs the next day, which I don't know. Uh, and they were okay. They weren't as moist as I remember them to be, but they were nice with my coffee. I'm afraid to try any of the other brands. Little Debbie is one. I can't remember the names, but the prices are so outrageous. Who in their right mind is going to pay $2 for one devil dog? I ain't that desperate. Wow. That was... That was a little sassy pants there. Um, I, To me, it's like, I, I will say, so I have that giant pantry full of yodels because my friend sent me a giant box and the they're not the best yodels because they've shipped so they got kind of dented and they're all banged up they're all like cracked and yeah. they weren't the freshest so i don't know what happened so i think shipped yodels you got to go to the store and get them fresh <laughs> as okay, fresh as a yodel fresh, the fresh a fresh yodel okay so that's fair. Nobody should order them on Amazon. Ordering snacks on Amazon is weird too. I haven't done it, but <clears throat> they sell like big bags of the Lucky Charms marshmallows. And oh, just on their yeah. own? Like, yeah, just the marshmallows. They'll sell like only pink Starburst, which I don't even it, like, but. Oh, weird. That's the best Starburst. I, I, Starburst is another candy I love and eat. That's like the, that's oh. the third and final candy that I eat. Or the third and final. Okay, interesting. Okay, so we're going to now play a couple rounds of Fuck, Mary Kill, Polly with snacks. So what is, normally... What's Polly mean? Okay, so I included Polly. Um, listen, uh, if you, you live your life. So we've got Fuck, Mary Kill, and then Polly, you have an additional choice. So you're married as your primary and then your poly choice is like something you can experience in a more serious way than a fuck, but like 
you know, casually. It's not your primary. You could even enjoy them and you're married together if you want. I don't make the rules in that sense, but it's not just like a quick fuck. You know what I mean? Like they might be something more stable. Okay. So, and you've played fuck, Mary kill before, I assume. Sure. Yeah. Okay, great. So we have three different categories of snacks. We've got packaged pastries, which goes along with uh, the yodel. We've got chocolate bars, and then we have salty snacks. Great. So, oh, well, this is very exciting. I know, isn't it? It's going to be fun. Okay, so we'll start with salty snacks. Um, we Here are your choices. We've got pretzel twists, french fries, plain tortilla chips, and peanuts. Okay, boy, this is interesting because these are some snacks that I really love. So I'm going to marry french fries, uh, which I feel like is obvious. I mean, what are we doing here? Um, French fries is like the greatest thing on earth. I get get french fries with pizza, by the way, which Sarah thinks is just completely insane. Most people I meet think is crazy. I actually love that. I admire it. If you want pizza with French fries, you should do it. That's a good meal. It's a go-to move in my family. So I'm marrying French fries. Um, peanuts I love because I feel like they're relatively healthy and I can really eat tons of them. So yeah. um, I got to go with, I guess, Polly is the next level. That means I get to like... Yeah. Have sex with them and then kind of like have be friends with them. So I guess I'll poly yeah. peanuts. Okay. And then pretzel sticks and then, oh, tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to dip them on my own? Or I just I mean, have to yeah. eat the tortilla chips? Well, you have to I, eat the tortilla chips. I didn't put a dip, but there's options. I think like if you if you engage with tortilla chips, you there's some options there. All right. Well, I'll fuck tortilla chips for sure. And then I'll kill pretzel twist. I don't give a shit about pretzel twist. <laughs> You're not a pretzel person. I like pretzels enough. They're fine, but you know, they're whatever. I don't, they're, they're the, my least favorite of the things you mentioned. So I would I'd jump up and down on them. Okay. I, I, I like your choices and I agree for the most part because I would marry the French fries also, but how do you like your French fries? Like what, do you want them crispy? Do you like the steak fries? I like fries. I'm a weird guy. I like like soggy fries. I like soft. Okay. Okay. I don't Time like crisp, leave. crisp burnt fries. I hate like a, a really <laughs> crunchy fry. The burnt fry is like dog shit to me. I like the uh, softest, squishiest fry. So you're someone that can have fries delivered like order out yeah because they always come they always come soggy yeah i like that i like that a little bit but i'm a i like a tater tot i like a curly fry i like a spicy fry i like all kinds of fries except for cheese fries which is a very new jersey thing i don't like cheese on my fries that's insane you don't like cheese on your fries no i love cheese i love fries i don't like cheese fries you know what i don't like that's a new jersey thing i don't like disco fries i think that they're trash yeah get out of here with that shit I've never been like, I'm not a gravy person. For some reason, it bugs me. Um, okay, so I would marry the French fries, but I'm the opposite. I don't want soggy fries. I want crispy fries with a cheese sauce. And I want, you know what's really good? Kimchi fries. Kim, who? 
kimchi, like the Korean sauerkraut. Oh, I don't know kimchi fries. There, it's really. It sounds like it's not the right thing to do. It's like putting sauerkraut that's spicy on French fries and then melting cheese over it. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't sound like my <laughs> cup. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's insane. But we also have good Korean food in LA, which I feel like I always talk about because I'm obsessed. Um, yeah, if we have that. I would kill the peanuts in a second. I love peanuts. And I like that you can kill people with peanuts if you wanted to. Like if there's like an intruder, uh. there's a chance they have a peanut allergy. It's possible. Damn. I didn't think that, of the peanuts as a security measure. Nobody does. That's what makes me so unique. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair. I mean, I still would throw them out. I like I like shelled peanuts. Have you ever been to, Oof. what is it, Texas Roadhouse or unshelled yeah. peanuts? I think it's Texas Roadhouse. I went to one in North Dakota to do a show, and you got to throw the peanut shells on the floor. Yeah, that's pretty fun. That's like there used to be a place called the back fence in the village where I would go and drink and you could I didn't even eat peanuts at the time. I just liked yeah. crushing them and throwing them on the ground because it was fun. I like bar food. I like the. St I know it's dirty, but I love when they give you free stuff at a bar. Absolutely. I feel like I lived off of pre pandemic. I lived off of the popcorn that they would give at bars during shows if i didn't have time to eat dinner i would just go and sit with like a giant ass bowl of popcorn yeah that's fun all this this is making me very hungry and i'm realizing i haven't <laughs> had lunch so i'm just like starving from listening to this or okay or well i mean i hope that you eat a full box of yodels after this i honestly am going to eat a couple yodels after this Good. Okay. And look here, this podcast encourages intuitive eating because look, you'll be present. You'll be thinking about it. You'll be in it. That's a good point. I, w I mean, like, I'm actually quite excited about it. Good. I mean, this is, a, this is actually a self-help podcast. So, <laughs> you know, you're welcome. Um, okay. So now we're going to do packaged pastries. Here are your choices for fuck, Mary kill Polly for packaged pastries. We've got mini muffins. Do you ever have those? No. I already know who really? I'm killing. Oh, my God. Okay. Entman's coffee cake. All right. I'm listening. Donut power do or powder donuts. All right. Unbelievable. Love them. And a cherry hand pie. Oof. All right. Well, the the powdered donuts I'm marrying. I mean, like I love powdered donuts. That's like interesting. Yeah, I love it. It's like Coke to me. I like having it all over my lips and shit. It makes my gums numb. Um, I love powdered donuts. That just makes me happy. I love it in the bag and you can like unroll the bag. Yeah. Uh, so definitely marrying those. Um, what'd you say? Cherry what? The cherry, you know, the hand pies that they have packaged. A little bit, yeah. I can kind of picture it. I, they're in like a waxy package, and they're sold individually, and it's like very. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want those. I'm gonna wait. What was the first thing though? Mini, Mini muffins? muffins. So they would also come in like a little package. They were like a lunchbox muffin, and they would be these mini muffins that were like. 
they would have either blueberry or chocolate chip and they were like just super like kind of wet but really good okay well the drake's coffee cake i'm gonna poly i like those those are fun and uh, i'm into that scene i haven't had one in a long time but i'll poly that i guess i'll fuck the muffin because it has muff in it so that feels you know like a, <laughs> that feels like what we called vaginas in middle school um so that's I'll, so fair i'll fuck the muff and then um yeah the cherry business just kill that i don't want i like cherry as like a lozenge but oh, cherry yeah. as like a pastry no way uh, yeah cherry pastries are hard because it's really difficult to find unless you make it yourself which is a bitch it's really hard to find a fresh tasting cherry pie that isn't like the canned stuff yeah it's just which to me tastes bad i the apple cherry or the apple hand pies weren't bad or the berry ones because it kind of is like a it's like a jelly donut which i like yeah i don't i'm not i'm not into that scene i don't know why i, don't, I cannot explain why but i'm just like blah 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 i, <laughs> I mean that's I fair it's like your <laughs> that was a great description too um okay so here are my choices i think the powdered donuts are trash and i'm sorry i they taste like nothing they're dry what? they taste like nothing they're just if, they're dirty. If you get a dry one, they're dry. But if you get them moist and powdery and there's powder all over you, uh, that is like, oh. I feel like that's terrible. I hate that. I think you can get a better donut. Uh, I'm killing the powdered donuts because they suck. And I'm sorry that you like them. That's fair. I mean, I'm going to marry the Enemans coffee cake because... That is the way coffee cake should be made, in my opinion. Okay. Like the half and half, the like the like the half crumble on top, and then like the half actual cake is, I think, like the correct version of a coffee cake. Sure. Yeah, they're very good. They're very good. And then I would poly with the mini muffins because that was something at that in the cafeteria, if someone had mini muffins, I was like, can I have one every single time? Okay. So we both went but, to middle school for this. Yeah. Middle school. I mean, cause here's the thing. These are lunchbox snacks to be fair. Like this is stuff you stick in the lunchbox or you can buy at the cafeteria or whatever. Um, I would fuck the cherry hand pie for textural purposes also because <laughs> I mean, we're going to do it. It's like uh, American Pie. Anybody heard of it? Um, I saw that film. You got to... 1999, I believe. (laughs) It's a really iconic, really iconic movie. Um, It's actually, I think it's an art house movie at this point. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. I know it's not. Um, But is it? No. Okay. Um, (laughs) I would fuck the cherry hand pie for sure. Um, because I feel like sometimes I feel like a cherry hand pie is just waiting to be fucked. Right. That makes <laughs> like, sense. I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I feel like they're just like, you want to try it. Just do it. Dispose of me after. 
And then you don't even have to finish it. Just give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if if Cherry Pie heard this, it would be really upset. Well, yeah. I mean, this would be degrading. But the good news is Cherry Pie is a food, and we're talking about fucking foods, so nobody can get offended. That's a good point. I mean, I'm sure somebody somewhere can, but Mm -hmm. they're probably not listening. Someone's Cherry Pie fetish is, like, triggered. Uh, Right. they're, They're unhappy about it, which, yeah, I guess is a thing. I think everything has to be a thing. Um, okay. So the last section we have is chocolate bars. I think you mentioned Milky Way was what you liked, which I don't have on this list. Yeah. But there's, I also love Hershey bars. That's like another chocolate I eat. I eat very plain chocolate. Plain. Okay. So here are your choices. Um, one, we have Hershey's plain chocolate, which we just acknowledged. Yes. We've got Twix. We've got a Kinder bar, which now knowing your food choices, I feel like you do know what a Kinder chocolate bar is. No, no idea. I'm familiar with Kindergarten. That's a lot of fun. Kinder is, I think, a German or like some white people country out there. They have like Swiss or some shit. Anyway, it's like European. I should have just said European chocolate that is now in the U.S. It's just like richer and has like kind of a I mean it doesn't matter because you don't know so now you can't you have to kill it obviously um and then Snickers is the last one okay so this is gonna just blow some minds out there because I was so particular as a kid and such a weird douche I don't think I've ever had any of those other than plain Hershey bar which I love so I'm marrying that because that is like my favorite and I love the little individual break them off and then I put them on my tongue and let them melt. It's just, I just love it. Wow. Love a Hershey's. Terrible. Yeah, no, it's number one. Love it. It would get like gooey. I would bend it. I still get one occasionally. I'll still buy one. And I love the, how tightly wrapped it is. And I would peel it down the, the seam and it was quite, well, maybe I should fuck it really. But you if you marry, I you mean, get to have sex. Yeah. If you marry, you get to have sex with it. So yeah, totally. By law. They have well, to have yeah, sex absolutely. anytime you it want. Has to. It's, mm-hmm. it's and if they don't, you know what the podcasts say. You gotta kick them to the curb. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm gonna marry Hershey Bar, Snickers. They got good commercials. I, I don't even. Isn't <laughs> Snickers and Twix the same shit? No, Twix is a like a butter cookie with a layer of caramel. So when you and it's two. So when you bite into it. It's it's like a long stick, so when you bite into it, it's like chewy. It sounds a little bit like a, a Milky Way. Is it similar to a Milky Way? Yeah, kind of, but I just don't think Milky Ways are good, and I respect your choice, but I think Twix are like a little more, what's the word I'm looking like whimsical? Maybe? All right. I guess, they you know what, I guess... I might have to fuck a Twix because I mean that sounds nice, or maybe I should poly a Twix because if I like, I like Milky Ways very much. It sounds like Twix is a step up from a Milky Way, is what you're saying. It kind of is. It's definitely different, but I just feel like it has a better attitude. Okay, well, I'll guess I'll poly the Twix, Snickers. I'll fuck because I do. I like the commercial. I like its style. It's fun. Yeah. And there's is there nuts in a Snickers? I think there is. I was actually just thinking about it. Cause have you ever had the Snickers ice cream bar? 
No. I've seen Snickers, people eat it, though. It's fucking very good. It's very good. It's actually arguably better than the actual Snickers itself. Okay. All right. So I'll I'm fuck- pretty sure Snickers has peanuts in it. Yeah, well, I like a peanut, so maybe I'd like that too. I just always was so close-minded as a child, so I guess I'll take, uh, I'll, I'll fuck the Snickers, and then I'm killing the the German whatever the hell Kinder. Yeah, the Kinder Kindergarten Bar. I don't, I don't need that shit. <laughs> Get out of here with that. I'll put, I'll fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll execute it. See how they like it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Germans. <laughs> Okay, fair. I mean, here's the thing. We we go to killing directly right away, which I appreciate. So we'll exterminate the kinder. Absolutely. And then, so you'll marry the Hershey's. It, you know what's interesting? I thought, I just assumed based on my taste for so long that nobody liked a Hershey's plain chocolate bar. No, I love it. I like plain M&M's and Hershey. I like just plain milk chocolate. That's my, that's where I'm at. That's my jam. I like to let it melt and get all gooey. It's it's just amazing. I love how it's like tightly sealed. It's like, it's like, I like rubbing that package. It's nice. I love a Hershey kiss too. Package. You like a Hershey kiss? Love a Hershey. I just I like milk chocolate. I just like plain milk chocolate. I don't want any that nuts or rainbow horse shit. I just want it. <laughs> I like the way it unravels. I eat like a million of those. Christmas time, we would have the red and green and silver Hershey Kisses, and I would eat about mm-hmm. fifty of them. I mean, they're Hershey Kisses for some reason are more appealing because I like the interactive nature of like unpeeling the the like being able to like unpeel the kiss without like ripping it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was like a fun challenge, but they tasted okay. Now they're too sweet. I haven't had one in a in a in a minute, but I thought about buying them recently just because they were always also like smushed on top because they were like at the bottom of whatever food <clears throat> in my in my in my area or whatever. They were always at like the bottom of the bag, and so you get them and they would be smushed on top. Smushed, smushed. They would be smushed on top. <laughs> it wasn't great, but I've talked to a lot of people now that love a Hershey's plain chocolate bar, which kind of blows my mind because oh yeah, I have made s'mores with them and just thrown the chocolate out after because I'm like, well, this is useless. This is its only use. No, mail it, mail it to me. I'll take it. Okay. Give me, I want some chocolate chip cookies with with salt and no whatever <laughs> jizz you put in it. And then uh, some leftover Hershey bars. Okay, fair. Um, I love Twix. So I would kill the plain Hershey, the plain chocolate bar. I think Twix are good. Um, So I would marry the Twix. I actually, no. I'm going to marry the Kinder. Because a Kinder bar has some depth. It's intelligent because it's not American. We just have to assume that. Um. And I'll poly with the Twix because I I like them. And then I'll fuck the Snickers because every now and then I want to know what a Snickers is like because I forget. Mm -hmm. It's not an everyday thing for me. I feel like it's always slightly disappointing, but you got to like get in it just to see, you know? Yeah, I I hear you. Give Give it a sniff occasionally. 
Yeah. And then, you know, kick it to the curb. Get out of here. Same thing with the cherry ham pie. Nobody needs a fucking Snickers. These are things you could just toss, just throw the fuck out. That's how I don't know why I assume that's how everyone has sex with people. They just like if you're just having sex, I assume it's like the most disrespectful experience. So that's how I associate it in this game. Yeah, that's like the the hottest way. I mean, to me, I would. I mean, I had a, an occasional one night stand, and I I think I would have loved if the woman was like, just you have to leave now. I would have been like, oh my yeah. god, this is like the best. This is ideal. Right. I think maybe that's it then. Then that's the ideal scenario. And I just assume that it's everyone's ideal scenario. I haven't had anybody on that's been like, I like to make love with. <laughs> I like to make love with this snack and it's going to be passionate. Um, Well, that's the fucking podcast, Joe. You did it. I had a great time. This is fantastic. I loved it. Good. I'm so glad you did. Thank you for doing it. Um, Thank you guys all for listening. Where can people find you? Plug your shit and I'll post it in the bottom of it. Um, well, I'm at Joe List Comedy on Instagram and Twitter and uh, on YouTube, Joe List on YouTube. I got a special that I shot on my own that I'm going to release on YouTube. So please go subscribe to that. And um, I have a movie podcast I alluded to called Joe and Rana on Talk Movies. And we'll just shit on your favorite movie and uh, hopefully humorously. So go check yeah. that out. It's on YouTube. Amazing. Okay, cool. Well, thank you again. And guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing and doing all this stuff. Um, Love you. See you next time.